worthy. He's worthy of all the glory. He's worthy of all the honor. He's worthy of all the praise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise a hallelujah because God, you're so good. You're worthy of all honor. You're worthy of all glory. You're worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. He's worthy of all the glory. He's worthy of all the honor. He's worthy of all praise. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Glory to God. He's worthy. Man, God has been so good. We used to sing a song years ago. You say, uh, the Lord is good all the time. The Lord is good all the time. No matter what the people say, no matter what my feelings say, no matter what the devil says, the Lord will never change. Jesus is the same today, yesterday and forever. Sow your life into Jesus Christ. He'll pour you out a blessing. Glory to God. See, when you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says he's worthy. He's worthy of all the praise. You want to give your enemy a brain cramp right now for all the stuff. He's just start praising God. Just in the middle of tears coming down your face, crying. Your situation looks like there's no way out. And even in the midst of the storm, you raise your hands up. Oh, he says, show them to him in my word. Show it to him in my word. Oh, well, praise the Lord. Show it to him in my word. Show it to my word. Show it to him in my word. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I understand. Glory to God. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. Turn, 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 turn around. Turn around in a circle. Everybody turning it around. Because the Lord says, I'm turning it around. I'm turning around in your favor. I'm turning around for your good. I'm turning around for my glory. I'm turning it around. 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 Glory to God. He says, I'm turning it around in the name of Jesus. Doesn't matter no matter what it looked like, no matter how it started off. He says, I turned it around, even in the midst of your worship and even in the midst of your praise. Glory be to God. Glory to God. He says, I turned it. I've turned it. I turned it. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, God says, I've already turned it for your good. I've already turned it for your favor in the name of Jesus. That was enough for you to comb your hair and come out today. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. I've already turned it around, he says. Why are, you wait, why are you acting like you're waiting on me to turn it around? God says, I've already turned it around. And he says, your response should be, even when you don't see it, even when it don't look like God, I trust what your word has said. So I'm going to praise you in the morning. I'm going to praise you in the afternoon. I'm going to praise you in the noonday. In other words, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what it looks like, God has already turned it around. And when you truly believe that God's already turning around, you will act like it. When you really believe he's already turning around, you'll sound like it. When you, man, I'm telling you, you wake up in the morning, praise God. And you're like, uh-oh, they back, they at it again. Oh, Lord, they at it again. And then you get, you get that phone call, that one you ain't looking for, and you get it, and they're like, this is what's going to happen. Be like, oh, you must not have got the memo. God's already turned it around. For my glory and for my honor and for my favor. He's already turned it around. I said he's already turned it around. I said he's already turned it around. Not that he's going to turn around. He says he's already turned it around. All glory and honor and praise be to God. One more time. Turn it around. Glory to God because it's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Everything that the adversary took, stole it from you, he's got to restore it. He's got to restore it. You said, give me one word on that. I'm glad you said it. Psalms 34, 1 says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Somebody said, okay, that's one. Give me another one. All right. He says here in the same passage, he says, in verse number four, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me out of all my fears. They said, that was good. That was good. Can you give me one more? Sure. I'll give you two. Verse number six says, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his trouble. How many was left out of all? Nothing. What did he deliver him out of all of his trouble? You said, all right, I, you, okay, 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 I'm, 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 I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I said, but he said, I got to give you one more. Verse number 17 says, as you were, verse number 19 says this, many are the afflictions, tests, trials, and tribulations of the righteous, but the Lord, who's going to deliver you? The Lord, who's going to deliver you? The Lord delivers you out of them all so it doesn't it doesn't matter 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 he delivered daniel out of the lion did he delivered shadrach meshach and the bend to go out of the out of the pit he delivered joseph out of out well he delivered shadrach meshach and the bend to go out of the fire he delivered in fact, he got in the fire with them and they was dancing in the round. They was dancing even in the midst of the fire. Why? Because they already knew he's bringing us out. And when Joseph was in that well, and his brother was thinking about killing him. And what did he do? He already made a way of escape when it didn't seem to be no way. I'm telling you, it ain't over to the fat lady saying and she ain't even out of the chicken house yet. I'm telling you, it ain't over yet. She's still at the chicken house, still eating. Wind. It ain't over yet. Why is it ain't over yet? Because you ain't won yet. Glory be to God. You haven't won yet in the natural, in the spirit. It's already done. I said it's already done. 
I said, it's already done. I said, it's already done. See, if y'all knew what I knew, then you would be praising too. It's already done. I can see it. All those impossible situations that seems like there's no way out. Seems like you're getting bombarded on every side. He says, I've already made a way of escape. I've already set up people, laborers, finances, resources, whatever you need to win. All I need you to do is Say what I just said to you, Father, it's already done. It's already done. I said it's already done. Say it with me, Father, it's already done. It's already done. For you've already turned it around to my favor. You've already turned it around to my favor. You've already turned it around to my good. And Father, I'm going to bless you at all times. Your praise shall continually be in my mouth. What that mean continually? That means all the time. Anytime you think about it, praise God, it's already done. When, you, when you're feeling like it, you get a call. When you get something in a man, somebody send me some mail and it ain't the right type of mail. Jesus, you got a letter. You got a letter, Lord. They, this letter is to you because you are my, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or lack for any good thing. I seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Therefore, all these things, everything I need, desire, could ever want, have already been added unto me according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, you got a letter. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> they call for you, Lord. <laughs> this voicemail's for you, Lord. Obviously, they didn't get the memo that it's already turned around in my favor. And I'm going to praise you as a result of it. Are y'all ready now? Glory to God. Now, if you if you if you're not on fire right by now, your wood is wet, and we need to bring you to the altar and get you saved all over again. Glory to God. Somebody ask God, God, what about my situation? She says, I've already turned it around. But Lord, this is what they said. I've already turned it around. But this is what it looks like. It's already turned around. It's already turned around. Man, we got a call yesterday, and 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 we prayed. And this is what the Lord says. Tell them to put on some praise and worship music and just begin to praise me. And then the rest in my presence. And then watch and see what I do. We're like, OK, this is what the Lord said to do. Why? Because we trust him that he's already turned it around in our favor. He's already turned it around. For your good. I'm praising like this, not for me. I'm praising like this for you. I'm like, oh, I see it, Lord. I see it. I see it, Lord. Glory to God. I'm so excited, like a kid at the candy store. Woo. 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 <laughs> Are y'all ready for the word today? Glory to God. I think y'all already got the word right. He said, that's the word today. You can call home and shout until times get better. In fact, they are, it's already turned around in your favor. It's already, I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've seen it in the midst of trouble, in the midst of test trials and tribulations. Man, just begin to worship God. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. And then watch and see what God do. I'm telling I've seen it. 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 And I've seen it. I've seen it happen again and again and again and again and again. He says, he says, the greatest expression of your faith is worship and praise. 
when you truly believe that God don't intervene in your situation, you start praising him for it. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. We about to put you out by Friday. Praise God, daddy. Hallelujah. Woo, you got something better for me, Lord. Woo, I'm so I'm so excited. I can't hide it. Woo, I can't hide it. Right? That's when you really believe. When you really believe and you see, if you still walking around, nobody knows the troubles I see. You won't believe it yet. You have head knowledge, but you don't believe it yet. When you really believe it, we about to put you out. Glory to God, that means God has something better for me. Woo! What time is the moving truck coming? Woo, it's going to be good, boy. <laughs> Glory to God. This is your last day working here. Oh, praise your name, Lord. <laughs> What's my new assignment, God? Hallelujah. Woo, where I'm going to now, Lord. <laughs> you dead, you, you sick, and you're going to be dead by Friday. <laughs> Don't you know absence from the body's presence with the Lord? It's a win-win situation for me. Praise his name. Are you listening to me? I ain't being super spiritual. I'm telling you how the uh, you ask for practical. This is practical. I've been in those situations. Mr. Jones, we're sorry, but this is going to be your last day. <laughs> well, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, it did. I get down to my father's business then. <laughs> I walk. I had my little bitty box. I didn't, they didn't have to bring a box. I had my own box. I had it on standby. I brought a little box. I put my little shoes and stuff in my little. I packed light. I walked. I was walking out the door, and I said to the father, "Father, where is my next assignment?" And he says, "Call this person. Tell them that this is what you want to do, and I'll take care of the rest." Well, praise God. Okay. I ain't had a care in the world. Why? Because I'm walking by faith. I walk out the door. I didn't even know what I was calling for. Hey, the, hey, uh, what about this? Da, 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 da. And guess what happened? It put me, it positioned me for, to be able to do things I couldn't ordinarily do in my own accord. God already had a way of escape. God already had a way of escape. Are y'all listening to me? So what y'all need to do, as opposed to looking at your situation, you're testing your trials, singing, nobody knows the troubles I see. As opposed to going through all that, how about this? Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Woo, I don't know about y'all, but I can, I can do the benediction right now and go to the house. I'm not, but I could, glory to God. He's already turned it around in your favor. He's already turned it around. For y'all good. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Woo! Man, I'm on fire. Woo! And if you if you're not, call me. 
come to the altar. We'll get, we'll cast it off of you right now in the name of Jesus. All righty. Are y'all ready for the word this morning? Whew, I thank you. I think I got to set my verse of the Lord. Hallelujah. He's already turned it around for your good. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. It's all about you. Say it with me, Father. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. He's already turned it around in your favor. He's already turned it around for your good. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm just waiting to see what you are. All right. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. It says this, the declaration says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captain, to open the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of our Lord. <sighs> The acceptable year of the Lord and the vengeance, the day of vengeance of our God. You don't even know what's about to happen. <sighs> to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God and to comfort all who mourn. And when I turn it around for your favor, when I turn it around for your good, make sure you praise me. Make sure you worship me. Make sure you glorify me and make sure you remember and say this. It's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Let's practice it. It's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. So when he turns it around for your favor, when he turns it around for your good, say it like this. It's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. So y'all got to practice. Well, I'm telling y'all, when y'all go home today, you say, it's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, it's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Praise God. Man, I can tell you right now, and I know a situation that we, I told you, I shared was with you last week. We had a situation, a relationship, man, been working on for over two years. Nothing in the natural looked like it turned. Nothing. I mean, if anything, it, the more I tried, the further away it looked like it was happening. But can somebody say suddenly? Suddenly. Suddenly. He was like, he's like, he's like, I hadn't done nothing but pray. I had done nothing but believe. And this is what I said, Father, this really means a lot to me. That's all I said to him, Father, it really means a lot to me. I'm going to take my hands off of it. And then I got a call. <laughs> hey, by the way, how are you? What? What the world? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. 
And I responded. But then I had, oof, that's good. He says, but you got to respond the way I tell you to respond. Not the way you think you should respond. Oh, I didn't get one amen. You got to respond <laughs> the way the father tells you to respond. Not the way you think you should respond. Amen. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if you with your smart self could have figured out, you wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. I said in the church. Most of the time when we get in trouble, it's because we have already reasoned in our head the way it should be or the way it should go. And what we found out is there's things about the situation you don't know with your smart self. And sometimes it's not time yet. Let me see. Sometimes it's not time yet. It's not time yet. Why? Because the person ain't ready. I'm going to tell you, my mom and daddy, when they was working on me, my mom and daddy, my, my mom was smooth with her. She was smooth. I told you I played football across the street from the church my father was a pastor at. Every Sunday, I was faithful. I was a faithful attendee at the football game. Every Sunday, and I, I could see their car, they could see my car. But this is what my mom and daddy said. Did you have a game today? Yeah? Did y'all win? Because I'm expected that you should have been in church, you're going to hell. I was expecting that, but they never did. What they did was love the fool right off of me. And what they did, they prayed for me. And when I asked questions, they would answer. But they never was like, you know, the word of God says. And the, they never, never, never. Why? Because they knew it wouldn't work. They knew I wasn't open to receive. It's kind of like when you plant a crop. If you go out there and try to plant something in the ground out there right now and frozen in the frozen tundra, otherwise known as Canada, you put some seed in that ground, it's not going to grow. Person's not, ground's not ready to receive it. So is a person's heart. If they're not ready to receive it, it don't make no difference how much you be talking to them. You might as well, you have a better conversation with the wall. Hey, what's up, big fella? How you doing? It's the same thing. All right, yeah, listen to me. You got to be prepared to say what God has, would have you to say, to do what God would have you to do, to get the results that God is, is, is have, wanting you to have. It's not based off you. Did y'all hear that? It's not based off you. Ooh, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> My little mouse friend is, is, is shouting to the glory. <laughs> Praise God. It died, Lord. But it's true. If I tell you this as a, as, as a husband and wives, there's particular times that you talk to somebody. If you want to, I'm going to tell you, I tell the lovely, if it's the fourth quarter of the football game and there's two minutes left and they on the, on the drive, the team that I want to win is driving, is not the time to start talking to me, do I look big in this dress? <laughs> Chick, are you for real right now? Do you, woman, get out of front of the TV. But honey, you, are you ignoring me? Yes. <laughs> this is not the time to be talking to, give me, 10 minutes, and I, I give you my undivided, but right now I'm locked. I, my team is driving, girl. 
You love that TV more than me? Oh, Lord. Yes, right now, yes. At this very second, yes. Please, get out of the way. Um, you know what? I tell you what. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to go. And she'll talk to the dog. I'm, Maximus, I'm just going to go into my room. He just ignore me. I'm like, okay, Lord, you deal with that. That's yours right there. Come on, guys. Let's get, let's get it on. Now, after the game is over, now, what was you saying? It's too late now. I've already taken the dress out. I'm like, obviously, it must not have been that big of an issue. Or if she sleep, and I know because I did this yesterday, I got some really good news, and she was knocked out. I mean, snoring, gone. <laughs> I'm like, hey, 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 let me show you this. She looked like, like half an eye open, like looking like, what? I'm like, look at this. I'm so excited. And she like. Didn't I tell you, don't be reading stuff this late at night because you know how it would happen. And now I'm wide awake and everything, and then I can't go back to sleep. I'm like, well, heck, if you are, uh, maybe we could talk right now. Then, like, are you serious right now? It's 12 o'clock midnight, and you want to talk to me? Well, it's better time than never. Point being is, everybody's not ready when you're ready. Because remember this, which is saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, fire baptized self. There was a point in time when people was trying to talk to y'all. And you was like, man, talk to it again. Get out of here, man. <laughs> oh, man, you and your, oh, 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 here come that Jesus freak. <laughs> Can I get, anybody going to be 100? I told you about the little white guy on the OSU campus who came at me. Would you like to meet the Lord Jesus Christ? You could be just like me. Like, oh, I didn't even know no strong words to say at him. Oh, <laughs> hey, to the knock. He ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you white, but bro, you dry to the Sahara Desert. I don't want none of that, bro. If that's what it means to be safe. What happened? I wasn't ready. But God messed me up. I'm going to tell y'all how he messed me up. I told y'all how he messed me up. I was with my unsaved, devious little Well, I was saved, but I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. My little devious self, I'm trying to push up on something that didn't belong to me, but belonged to somebody else. Okay, for y'all who don't read the code, this was this other lady, this is this woman. I, she was fine, but she was married. I knew she was married, but maybe her husband was married, but she wasn't married. You know what? I knew she was a church girl, too. You know what? Maybe I should be getting back in church. What do you say? My intentions was wrong, but guess what? Even in the midst of my wrong motives, God still hooked. God still pow, pow, got me. Cause this word always worked. Cause she just gave me the word. Read the Bible. Are oh, y'all listening to me? You gotta. You gotta be. See, it's, 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 it, it, yes, sir. He said it's a matter of always being ready to give a word when I tell you to give a word. But if the person is not responsive to it right now, your responsibility is to continue to pray. Continue to pray. That one's for free. Somebody needed to hear that this morning. So it's appointed unto them the morning Zion to give them to them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And they shall build the old waste, and they shall 
raise the former desolations, they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. I want to tell you, like I told you last week, God has a plan for your life. I said God has a plan for your life. It doesn't matter. It, that, that, that blessing that's back there, the young little blessing who's back there, God has a plan for her life too. She may not, she may not know what it is right now, but he has a blessing. For, he has a plan for her life. Every person, if you're on the earth today, God has a plan for your life. In fact, I know because he says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. He says, plans for welfare are good and not for calamity to give you a future and an earnest expectation or hope. So God knew you even, he says in Jeremiah chapter one, I knew you before you was even formed in your mother's belly. I already knew you. And I had already ordained you, or I had already chosen you. I've already called you for this purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Now, everybody thinks in order to be in ministry, you got to stand behind this desk. Let me help you. you. Unless God calls you behind the desk, you won't be behind this desk. Like, for if you just like an average soldier, they might shoot like, you know, little... You know, a pistol book. If you behind the desk, you the leader. They gonna they gonna try to hit you out with a bazooka. They gonna try to blow hit you with cannons. They gonna try to hit, and everybody's trying to take you out. You ever notice when they play football that there's eleven people on the other side for y'all who don't know? There's eleven people on defense and there's eleven people on offense, but everybody on defense has one objective: get the quarterback. Everybody's objective is get the quarterback. You take the quarterback out, guess what? The offense is of no effect. The same thing happens with a pastor or an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, teacher. Take them out, you just affected the body. You want me to really mess you up? Let me screw with your head real good. It will affect whatever you do in your body. God already had a plan. He had a plan from you from before you was out, before you, your mom and daddy gave each other the googly eyes which is just to think about your parents. Mm -mm. But um, even before your parents ever got together, God already had a plan for you. Now, God did say that this is going to be the year of abundant harvest and overflow. Now, what does that mean to you, abundant harvest, overflow? What's that got to do with me? Well, God says this. He says, I call heaven and earth. Ooh, this is so good. He says, I call heaven and earth the witnesses against you. This is Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 and 20. He says, I call heaven and earth to record against you this, to witness against you this day that I have set before you. This is how simple it is. This is how simple life is. And this is how simple it is to have a relationship with God. It's this simple. I'm going to make it so simple that a two-year-old can get it. You ever play this game? We used to play this game called Which Hand It Is In? And you and they show you the marble and they put the marble in your hand. They put their hands behind their back and they be doing stuff behind their back. And then they pour the hands out and says, which hand? Is it? And depending on which hand you chose. Sometimes you get the hand. It had no marble in it. Other times you get the hand with the marble in it. And if you got the hand with the marble in it, guess what? You got the marble. That's life. That's the way God set it up. God says, I've set before you life and death, blessing and curses, you choose. 
You choose which one you want. You can choose life, which is my way of doing things. He says, none of you choose my way of doing things. He says, he says, if you choose life, he says, you choose life in order that you may live, you and your children. Not just you, you and your children may live. He says, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice, by holding fast to him, for this is your life and the length of days, and you may live in the land which the Lord swore to give you. In other words, God says, I've said it before you right now. Every single day you wake up, it doesn't, whether you know it or don't know it, God says, I have set before you, you choose. It's that simple. You choose. So if you get a bad crop, you can't go back to God like, Lord, why did you give me this bad crop? God says, I let you choose. When I was at, when I was a hellion, I did say it. When I was a hellion, it was it, it's not that I did not know there was a different way. I just was not ready to do it. Because everybody else I've seen other than my parents, they I call them a bunch of hypocrites. Man, you go to church on Sunday and you do this and you do that and you do this and you do that. And the father asked me a simple question. What's that got to do with you? <laughs> what that got to do with you? God says, when you stand before me, you're going to be standing for me based off of what decision you made about Jesus. I don't guilt people. I don't condemn people. I don't put them in condemnation. I don't beat them down with the word. I just say, this is what the Bible says. You choose. If you ask me a question about something and, and God tells me to say to you, this is what my word says about the situation. Now you have to choose what you go do. Now, you got to remember, and according to John chapter 10, verse 10, there is an adversary out there. And that adversary desires to do one thing, and that's to destroy your life. Can I tell you something? He can't destroy your life without your cooperation. It says the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you might have life in abundance to the full until it overflows. The thief comes to steal. Jesus comes to give. The thief comes to, to take from you. Jesus comes to restore you. The thief comes to, to manipulate you. The Lord will never lie. Ever. He also goes on to say this. He says, I, I have purposed in my heart. This is the plans that I'm thinking towards you right now. He says, now unto him, and of course, Ephesians chapter 3 and 20, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far and above all you could ever ask or think, according to the power that works on the inside of you. You got to understand, God will never do it apart from you. It's a partnership. When you get born again or when you, or when you make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, 
It is a partnership. It's not just you, and now you got to do everything to make Jesus happy, or he's going to be mad at you. He ain't going to talk to you. He's going to kick you to this curb. He's going to throw sickness and disease on you. That's not how it works. The moment you receive Jesus, your personal Lord and Savior, he covenants with you. He places the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. So God goes with you everywhere you go. You are never alone. You could be in a room all by yourself. You can be on an island all by yourself. And in the natural, it looks like you're alone. But God is always there with you. And he's always talking. I mean, you know, sometimes husbands, you know, or maybe you're the one who does it. She, she always talking, even when she sleeps. Wow, not one male amen. Wow. Y'all scared? <laughs> or sometimes it's the husband do all the talking. <laughs> Be like, do your jaws ever get as tired as my ears? Good Lord. Uh, but, uh, but the Holy Spirit is always talking to you. In fact, I remember once, I remember once I was in a situation. And this is what he said to me. He's like, you know, you are so much better than this. This is not who you are. I'm like, Lord, do you see the situation I'm in right now? First of all, I'm in the shower. Could, I mean, could I get a brother? Could it get a little privacy here? <laughs> but his thing was, you are so much more than what it is you see right now. Don't be moved by what you see. Everybody look at my pewter. Look right here, right here. So even in the midst of my mess, he still loved me. See, people say, when you mess up, the Holy Spirit leaves you. God walks away from you. God said, that, 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 my, that, my word don't support that. He says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. I'll always be with you. Are you listening to me? Okay. Whew. Praise the Lord. We talked about this, how God gave this word. There's a great shaking. There's a great shifting. There is a displacement will take place in your nation. And then immediately following this, there will come a great awakening. Now, over the last 12 months, we have seen a lot of shaking, a lot of shifting. He says, but it's not over yet. He says there's also displacing. Now, shifting means the act of causing something to be removed or replaced. Shake, well, shaking is the act of causing something to be removed or replaced. Shifting is the act of changing position or direction. Now, what we are doing, what we have been doing over the, and we'll talk more about this in a few minutes uh, about 
the act of changing position or direction. Now, displacing is the act of laying aside someone or making room, laying aside someone and making room for another. So sometimes what we got to do, we have to displace what's in our path right now to make room for somebody else. Like when you got born again, for real, for real, you had to displace your old way of living and make room for the new you. That old me, that joke was trying to kill me. And I, and I, and I cooperated with him. He was trying to kill me. But he did it so slow. This is what, it, this, 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 what, this, is what, this is what the adversary used to say. Should you go to church? Yes. Should you give your life to God? Absolutely. Should you make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior? Unequivocally, yes. Just don't do it right now. Wait. Do it tomorrow. I'm only guaranteed. I only have today. He said, do it tomorrow. No, do it tomorrow. So when tomorrow came and I was ready to do it, no, do it tomorrow. Not yet. You're young. You still got plenty of time. Don't, you're not like them old folks. They, 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 they got one foot on the in the grave and another one on the banana peel. No, not, not yet. Not yet. You need to do it, just not yet. And then I used to have this dream. It wasn't even a dream. It was a vision. And I would have it whether I was awake or whether I was asleep. I dreamed that Jesus came back. The trumpet was blown. I didn't make it. And I didn't make it. It tormented me. Because I would have it whether I was asleep, whether I was awake. I, 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 I would, no, 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 no. And then the Lord said, I wasn't in church. I didn't have somebody smooth, davier, polished. Like, like why? This is what, this is what I, I was on a shipping dock. Literally, I was on a shipping dock at work after I was trying to, you know, protect, you know, hook up with the forbidden fruit. He said this, I got a way of escape. But it will take a decision on your part. Yes, sir. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't know what that meant, though, when I just heard this voice. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, click, click, that there was a displacing. That old nature was gone. He replaced it with the new. That's what it means to be born again. Being born again means I'm taking that old way, that old nature, that nature that of sin out of you, and I'm going to replace it with my new nature. See, some, yes, he says, yes, sir. He says, sometimes what happens is you trying to clean up the fish before you even caught it. You ain't caught the fish yet. <clears throat> you got to stop doing this. You got to stop doing this. Don't do like they did when I was growing up in the old Baptist church. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. What can you do? We don't know, but you can't do this. You can't do that. We can't do this. I'm like, God, dog, I don't want to go, man. Mm -mm. There's a displacing, which means the act of, of laying aside someone and making room for another. Do y'all see that? 
He says, then after that, you'll have a, the great awakening. And the great awakening is to becoming more aware or attentive to the will, the plans and purposes of God. And then there's the outpour, which has already begun. Outpour is a sudden, rapid flow and barrage of God's spirit, God's power, God's anointing, God's love, and God's blessing. I hear people say all the time, God loves you. But that same person would be talking about me. God loves you. I'm brokered in the first set of the Ten Commandments. I can't even eat by a sandwich. And you walk, you rolling around throwing away more food than I ate. But you won't give me a dime. God loves you. But you won't even tell me that you won't you tell me he loved me, but you won't demonstrate he loves me. God says in this outpouring, it's not just gonna be words, it's gonna be action. God loves you. In fact, he loves you so much, he sent Jesus just for you. And guess what? When you see me, you will see Jesus, and I'm going to love on you. I'm going to love you. And guess what? It doesn't mean I condone everything you do. It doesn't mean I agree with everything you do. And sometimes that love might feel a little tough. But God never leaves you. He never turns his back on you. This is what 2021 is going to be like. He says, because I got a plan for you. That's what the abundant harvest and overflow is about. I got a plan. God's got a plan for you. 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 It didn't say he's going to come up with a plan. When I, when I, accepted what God had always offered. It wasn't the first time he had offered it to me. It was the first time I was ready to accept it. And all you have is today. You don't have tomorrow. Yesterday is the past. Today is a present. Tomorrow is not promised. God says, his word says, I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. Choose life. It's like a pop quiz. <laughs> death, life. Choose life. And you'd be like, ah. Oh, what's, what about death? I mean, what's going on with death? Why don't you want me to have that? Because that's what the adversaries say. Well, why don't God want you to choose death? Is he keeping something from you? Is he holding back on you? He like, yeah, he's trying to keep you from something. He's trying to keep you from poverty, lack, sickness, and disease. Your family being busted, disgusted, and can't be trusted. Yeah, he's trying to keep all that mess from you. Absolutely he is. But life is such a much better deal. Guess what? I'm gonna get, can, I, can I give you a new flash? Even after you choose life, guess what? You choose life today, guess what? You got to wake up tomorrow morning, you got to choose life. I always tell people, when my brother, he don't mind me sharing with this because I already told him I share it. Use him as an example. Even the guy who mentored me or discipled me when I first got born again. When he first, when he, before he got born again, if you see him now, 
and seeing him when, when he was telling me about what he did before, when he got born again, his eventual wife came and found him in an old abandoned building in the middle of winter in Detroit because he was strung out on drugs. Strung out. I mean, living in an abandoned building, strung out. And then one day, his girlfriend at the time, later became his wife, came to him with the same thing I'm presenting to you. She presented a choice. Life or death. Blessing or cursing. If you stay on this road you're on right now, you're going to die. When he made a decision, it, it didn't say he didn't miss it. After the fact. But now he has a different nature on the inside of him. I've had family members, same situation. You know what I did? Love them, love them, love them, love them. Now, well, sometimes that love was a little tough. Because if you call me, you won't help for real. My brother tell you, if you call him, you won't help for real. Because that joke, he coming. It don't make no difference where you are. You can't run away. I told you about the guy who, who decided when he got offended at church one day and he didn't come to church and we knew where he worked at and everything. I went to his job. You avoid me. I'm going to find you. See, that's the Marine Corps. We're going to find you. And when we found him, this is what I said. Brother, I love you enough. I can't leave you on the field to die. I can't. I got to give you an opportunity. My brother from another mother, my best, my, my okay. Brother from another mother is a term, is, it means we are so tight as brothers, but we have different mothers. I mean, but we have the same heavenly father, okay? Y'all like, brother from another, how is that possible? <laughs> but uh, he was, he's a pastor now, but he was a pimp. He was a heroin addict and a drug deal. I'm like, what? If you see him, you'd be like, did joke right there? <laughs> that, that, I'm like, Lord, what's with, what's with the people who've been, you know? He like, because you're, when, when you can see how much, no matter how bad your life has been, I'm able to restore you back to the nature which I called you to. So y'all see that? Now he now he is showing up and and he my brother from another mother, but we don't look alike at all. In fact, he's Caucasian. He looked like if you seen him, you think he's a dude from the ZZ Top or something like that, because he had the beard and the white hair and everything. And when he tell people we brothers, they'd be looking like, that's, that's your brother? That's your brother? Cause don't um, I was like, yeah, he'd be showing off because he got all that hair and everything, but that's the, that's, that's the only difference. And they'd be looking like, but, you, but he's, and you got to remember we're in Alabama too, but he's, um, what, taller? Uh, no, he's, um, he's a little older. Um, no, he's, um, his, 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 oh, you mean his paint's a little bit different than my paint. Oh, 
That just means my parents kept me in the oven a little bit longer than him. That's all that is. Ain't got nothing there. But if you've seen him today, oh, I didn't tell y'all, he was racist too. So he was racist, he was a pimp, he was a drug dealer, and a drug addict. All in the same combination, all at the same time. Guess who saved him though? Guess who got him saved? Uh, in the natural, guess who got him saved? A black woman. She just kept talking to him. Jesus loves you. I love you. Jesus loves you. I love you. He's like, just to get her to leave me alone. <laughs> I went to her church. I'm like, okay, fine. I just go to your church. And then when he got there, Jesus met him right there. He was still higher than a kite. Higher, as we say in the South, higher than a Georgia pine. High, came to the church. He said he messed up my whole high and everything. I mean, I was high, and then before I left out of the service, I ain't high no more. He like my whole high gone. He says, and he supernaturally delivered him that day. Now, his mind had to be renewed to understand how to live the life, but his nature had changed. Do y'all see what I'm saying? Both of them love God, on fire for God, both of them. But if you didn't own them jokers back then, when he told me he was racist, I'm like, you, you was racist? He's like, oh, man, yeah. I hated black people. What? But that's what the love of God would do. When you let the love of God into your heart, you are able to love the seemingly unlovable. God has a plan for you. He set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. He says, and I have positioned you right now to win because I've already turned it around for your good. Do y'all see that? Was it worth you combing your hair and coming out this morning? I combed my hair and came out this morning too. Y'all can't see it, but it's there. It's all there. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. I, I would challenge you. Give us 12 months. 12 months. Sit under, under the word with us. Study the word with us for 12 months. If after 12 months, your life is not completely changed, I'll never talk to you about it again. I'll never mention it to you again. But if you give me 12 months, I guarantee you, your life is going to change forever for your good. 12 months. Anybody take me up on that? 12 months. 12 months. Why? Because he's, he, see, you think you just showed up or you tuned in just because you didn't have, man, you know, I want to see who, what's this dude doing with some camouflage on I mean, what kind of, this ain't the war. I want to hear what he got to say. Okay, my people keep bothering me, so I'm going to go check it out. But this God says, I set this up just for you. In fact, I can tell you with a surety, the message that I, I just ministered to you this morning was tailor-made for whoever tuned in for today. 
First of all, I've already turned it around. Second of all, I've already presented life to you. I need you to, I need you to choose life. Baby, you chose death for far too long. Choose life today. Choose life. Choose life. Choose life. Please choose. This is what it. This is what it, this is what I, this is how I see it. Baby, please choose. This is this is Jesus. Baby, please choose. Come on. I don't care what I don't care what I tell people right now. Somebody asked me one time, what if the person comes into church drunk? I said they came to church, but they was drunk, but they could sit there and still receive the word. Would you put them out? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I'm, I just believe the word will do what it says. It says it will wash them and clean them. And guess what we also going to do? We're going to love the food right off of them. Because there was a time I was a fool. There's a time, well, foolish, not fool, foolish. I was foolish. I didn't know any better. I knew better, but I did, wasn't ready to do better yet. I said, I would always say one more time, Lord, just give me one more time, Lord. And even when I got saved and I was still missing, Lord, just, Lord, just don't give up on me. Can I tell you a secret? God will never give up on you. Right. People will. God never will. Mm-hmm. Because every time you, you miss it, he's going to be like, baby, okay, come on, come on, come on. It's, I know, I know it was your, your 1,000th time that you said you weren't going to do it no more. But baby, come on, 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 come on. I love you. I sent Jesus for you. Come, 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 come. You know what happens? When, because he's not condemning them, because he's not judging them, because he's not belittling them. They surrender. A week after I tried to push up on the forbidden fruit and, and God got me, he, he just backdoored me with his love. A week later, I was teaching a Bible study. A week later. You want to know why? Because it was always in me to do. So I'm going to tell you, at, 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 at the depot, you will never get condemned. You're not going to get judged by us. Now, when you read the word and the word begins to convict you, and that ain't me, that's between you and the Holy Ghost. Now, convict simply means to convince you there's a better way. Baby, please choose life. So if you've never received Jesus, your personal Lord and Savior, and you'd like to do so today, it's the simplest, easiest thing. Or you may have received Jesus, your personal Lord and Savior before, but you realize that you have not been walking in right fellowship with him. I'm going to help you get back in the right fellowship. I'm going to help you choose life today. One year, one year from today, give us one year from today. So January the 10th, Come, let's start on this journey. Let's get in agreement that we're going to start on this journey today. And from January the 10th of 2021 to January the 10th of 2022. And then at the end, we'll, we'll, we, will, we will sit down and be like, okay, this is where your life was then. This is where your life is now. How you like me now? How you like them now? Better yet, how you like you now? According to Romans chapter 10, verses 8, 9, and 10, it says this. 
The word of God is near you in your heart and in your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth or acknowledge with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that and that that uh, Jesus is Lord and that God that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That word "saved" means healed, delivered, made whole, and protected. He says, "For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, and with the heart." You believe unto righteousness. So we never like to have people pray by themselves. So we're going to all pray together and we're going to mean it. We're going to confess it with our mouth. We're going to mean it from our heart. And guess what? Your life will be forever changed today. Now, if you have if people say I, I got born again, my, I felt new. My tongue, my toe was new, too. And No. When you get born again today, your spirit man is new. But your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions, your chooser, your thinker, your feeler, will still be, in a lot of ways, the same. You will still respond the same way you used to until you begin to do what you're doing today. Renew your mind by the word. So repeat this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I, do I do believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Save me now. I repent of sin. I'm sorry, Lord. And I receive your offer of forgiveness. Holy Spirit, fill me fresh and new. I receive it right now. Right now, and I'm born again. Jesus is the Lord of my life. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God. Now, in verse that you should the cochra barrella la bossa de ki, a shikorana la macora, the lekisha de deba, and the digi jago gore marede gore de vico chitiricocha de deba, zocorme de kishti deba. Not only, not only, not only, not only, not only, not only are you born again. He says, but I've turned it around for your good. I've turned your life around for your good. Now, now that you're born again, welcome into the kingdom of God. Welcome into right relationship with God. God ain't mad at you. Can I tell you something? God wasn't mad at you before either. God loves you. God loves you. God's not mad at you. Don't let nobody ever tell you that God's mad at you. God's not mad at you, dear. God loves you. In fact, he loved you so much, he says, I'm going to use this message to speak directly to you. That's how much God loves you. I will change the whole message to minister. Remember, he left the 99 to go get the one. Can I make this commitment to you? We will leave the 99 to come get the one. We always will. I don't care where you're at. We will, we will come. Now, when we come, we're going to love on you. We're going to make sure you're right. 
And if you need to get some, some fatherly correction. But God never condemns. He just loves. The, it says the goodness of God leads you to repentance. It doesn't say the condemnation of God. He, lo he loves you. He loves you. My parents loved me. Your parents loved you. Amen? Amen? So if you need some information, we'd love to get information to you. All you got to do is email us at info at faithfullifeottawa.com. That's info at faithfullifeottawa.com. One year. I'm, I, one year. Give us 12 months. If after 12 months, your life ain't completely turned around, man, you'll never hear from me again. I'll stop, I'll stop bombarding you. Well, I'm not asking lying. I'm still going to be praying for you, but I won't be like, you know, doing drive-bys by your house. Baby, is a light on? You know? <laughs> and uh, we won't be seeing, sending, you know, elite warriors over to your house. I, I, oh, oh, they're at the grocery store. They're at the grocery store. And then we, uh, you know, come at you. Y'all think I'm playing. I'm so serious. <laughs> and, uh, but at the end of the day, I just want you to have a, a true relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful life might not even, not even be the church that's in your area. But guess what? If I want you to find a good Bible-based church so you can learn about how to walk in this thing. So that being said, on behalf of Sister Joanna and myself, we want to thank you for joining us today. Know that we love you. And remember, God has a plan for your life. Jesus is Lord, and we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.